Welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, it's the Lofty Introvert. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm recording on a nice Sunday afternoon and it's just gorgeous outside right now. It's sunny. There's like a a dark cloud right outside my window, but for the most part, it seems to be very clear out. And uh, I have to say that it just looks absolutely amazing from the inside of my room. I love it when it's nights outside because it makes me want to stay inside and look at it through my window. The minute I go outside, sometimes it can be a little too hot or, you know. So I love looking outside through my window. I have a nice view of a, of a little lake outside of my apartment. And it's just amazing. I sit here on my couch reading a book. Um, or even right now, I'm doing a, a, a podcast episode for you guys. And uh, I have to say that it's just extremely relaxing. Um, I wish I could have a, a like sort of like a, a area where I could paint. Like maybe like a board with something. Because like I would definitely try to paint this view outside right now. I... I'm not very artistic. I barely know how to do how to draw a stick figure, but um, I'd like to try my hand at it. I was watching a, a Bob Ross video on YouTube, and I have to say that I I was just watching it for the for the real relaxation aspect of it because watching him paint is so calming, right? And I use it to relax and wind down and go to bed or go to sleep and um, well it kind of defeated the whole purpose of it because I was intrigued by the way he was painting it was beautiful he was painting this landscape and he started off with a, uh, a blue background for the sky and then sort of like a river underneath it and, uh, and then he started adding some clouds to it and you guys have probably seen this video before or the painting that I'm talking about but it looks so legit I was like, oh, I was like, what? This is, this is incredible. He made it look so easy. He's just explaining, you know, the, uh, um, the tricks behind it. And I was like, this, anybody could do this. You know, like I could do this if I wanted to. And, um, I don't, I wouldn't want to do it in a room. Like he was in, he was like in this room. I do it outside of my window because I can't envision, I wouldn't be able to envision something like he did. So I would need something to copy from. And um, so I was thinking, so I was watching that video while I was drinking my coffee and it was one of the worst cups of coffee I have ever made in my life. Don't you hate it when you are making coffee and end up putting like alcohol inside of it? That's what happened to me today. But not for reasons what you guys think, right? Like, though this guy's an alcoholic, he needs alcohol right now in the afternoon. It's none of that. What happened is I bought a new Keurig to make coffee with my coffee pods, right? So I figured it's time for a new Keurig because mine's really, really old. Time to get rid of it. So I bought one last night 
I put it together, I plugged it in, make sure it works. I cleaned all the, the containers and, um, and you know all the little parts. I ran it uh, like five times. I ran it with some water, uh, a little bit of soap and everything. Just so I can have it ready for when I wake up in the morning. I don't have to worry about this stuff. I just, you know, I turn it on, you know, wait a minute before it all turns and heats up the water. And I just slide my pot in and make a nice cup of coffee. Well, I thought everything was taken care of. So I put in the pod, you know, made my made my cup of coffee. And he came out and I was like, I, I could smell it. I was like, it smells plasticky. Like, you know, brand new. Like that brand new kind of smell that when you buy like a toy or, or something made out of plastic. I was like, oh no, this is going to suck. And I already cleaned it like five times and ran it so I was like you know five more times isn't gonna help it so I was like maybe just has to you know I don't remember the first time I bought my curry what I did but I don't remember it tasting like that so I just said whatever I'm not gonna waste it and then it's early and I just don't care I'm gonna drink it so I went ahead and put some some sugar in it put a little bit of milk and that's I could still taste like that's all I could think about is a plastic taste to it and the smell so I was like what could I do I'm like, I have two options throw this cup away make another one but I, I almost guarantee that the second one is going to be the same so I grab, I went into my freezer and of course I had some some Bailey's Irish cream in there so I'm like this will definitely do it pour a little bit in there and mix it up and sure enough you know I, it was bearable now but um Yep, I had alcohol this morning in my coffee because, uh, you know, the plastic smell and taste too. But other than that, and I hate waking up to a bad cup of coffee in the morning. Like, that's my, like, routine. Like, I wake up to a good cup of coffee, then I could start thinking about what I'm going to do today. Actually, I sh- that's not even the right way to do it. One of the ways to wake up in the morning is with a glass of water. Like, after you brush your teeth and everything you you make like a nice tall glass of water and you drink it because you let's say you've been sleeping for eight hours and ten hours your body's dehydrated from not having those you know those fluids so that's one of the reasons why we wake up tired it's not because we're we haven't slept enough but mainly because we are dehydrated and being dehydrated makes us lethargic and and um, feel very you have feelings of being very tired so we wake up to that then you're good then you can go ahead and drink your coffee and coffee and caffeine in general just dehydrates you a little bit more so you actually want to start with the water first and then you feel great but when it comes to water like i could drink any water right i don't i'm not a purist where i don't have to drink like zephyr hills or or dasani or like i don't care what to me water is water or drinking i don't have a specific brand that i like but with coffee, I do have a way of how I like it, right? And that's, uh, so it just kind of threw me off this morning. And I'm like, okay, now I need to reset. I need to get a sneak another cup of coffee. But actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I have pumpkin spice K-Pod still in. And I'm just going to, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put them in. I'm, I have like five of them left. I'm going to you know use the water and pump in maybe that the cop the pumpkin spice coffee thing will take out all the the plasticky uh you know 
smell and flavor out of the Keurig. Yep, that's what I'm gonna do. But um, yep, it's a nice Sunday. I'm just relaxing, and like I said, one of the things that relaxed me more is doing a podcast. So I was like, what what a great idea just to get on the mic and record one for the stressed out weekend that I had. <laughs> I had a I had a really tough day on Friday night working because I don't I didn't follow my own advice that I usually like to tell everybody. Um, and like I said before, I'm a server bartender uh, at a local Mexican restaurant. And Friday nights are extremely busy, right? Like in any other restaurant, the weekends are, is when it gets the busiest. And um, I was overwhelmed. I was in the weeds. And that means it's pretty much you're just loaded with just a whole bunch of uh, tables and a whole bunch of people. And um, everybody... For some reason, we had a, just like the horrible crowd. Like sometimes we have a good, you know, the whole day seems to be filled with friendly people. And, you know, it's just hit or miss sometimes, you know. And then um, for some reason, every single table I was having was a uh, was big tops of like older people, which were, with the exception of one gentleman that was, that was a little bit rude, for the most part, everybody else was nice, but just very needy, right? Like they wanted service ASAP. And by then, I ha- I'm like taking care of like 30 people plus maybe, you know, around there. So I can't get it to everybody right there and then. But these people would come in and, you know, if they've never worked in the, in the restaurant industry or the service industry, they don't know. But, you know, they feel like they're the only people in the whole restaurant. Like they feel like each table has a specific server that's supposed to be taking care of them the whole time and that's not that's not true we have other things to take care of we have other guests to come in you know because one table we're just not going to make enough money out of them right like um you know so it's impossible to do that and and even then i had a group of people that acted like they were the only people in the entire store and wanted service you know quick and they all got uh separate checks it was um it was about six of them and it's three separate checks and they each left me like three dollars and you know anybody's hard word hard earned money is is good for me right uh but um if you're gonna act like you're the only table and i should drop everything i'm doing to help you out only for you to give me only three dollars for the most part i did help them like that uh because you know i'm not gonna say no i'm just gonna go with the flow and uh maybe i shouldn't have maybe i should have said all right guys you know i'm really busy i'll be right with you okay let me just go you know but at that time i was on you know i was already stressed out in the weeds um but yeah if you're gonna do that only to leave me three dollars like if even if i had a server who took care of me the whole entire time and just me alone i left him like three dollars and you know total they made like 10 bucks from us ten dollars isn't gonna pay the bills right like that's not even that's a that a cup of sometimes if you go to starbucks you know that's just that's what it's gonna cost you for a cup of coffee right you know, you, you get your coffee and then, and then plus, you know, a little tip, you know, that's about $10. So it's not going to pay the bill. So sometimes, you know, people need to know that, you know, that's how the server is going to make money is by taking care of a lot of guests and they can only do the best to their abilities. And well, that's how we think. And uh, from our standpoint, when I'm serving, and I also carry that 
as a customer like when i go out to eat i kind of look around and i'm like i don't really know what's going on i don't know how this how the restaurant you know takes care of people but i'm pretty sure that we're not the only ones this server is taken care of like he has other things he has to do probably has like like even us we had like 30 things going on in our head right thinking about splitting tickets and then in the same time and i know i'm going a little bit into uh, server psychology and restaurant psychology but i figured i'd share that a little bit and um because it's just to get a, a little um insight of what we do for for a living right and in the flip side i also like to enjoy what it's like for other people that do different jobs right whether you know you you work outside or you work from home right you run a a a youtube channel and that's how you get paid or you know it's different from what i do right that i actually have to be in the mix like you know talking to people and you know hustling yeah we have 30 things going on when we're serving not to mention that we are so that could also put you in your mind but at the same time there has to be a balance because you have to have that observation you have to engage your observation um a lot when you're doing when you're serving people and taking care of your guests because that's part of being a good um server and bartender is not getting them everything they say or being nice to them but being kind of aware without them having to tell you about their needs right so you can kind of automatically you know pick up from somebody's body language the way they're talking that this person has a quick lunch break and he just wants to order food get his you know get a box for his rest of his food and go back to work right and he wants to do it quickly so if i have 30 things going on in my head drinks orders stuff like that i also have to take in into account that this gentleman he, he's gonna want to you know and to leave soon right so he's not gonna want the uh you to take him through all the courses of uh, appetizer then his dinner his lunch and then the dessert and then a, a dessert drink you know he doesn't want to go through the process he wants to eat he wants to pay his tab and tip you and you know box for food that's it and you know and on the flip side there's also people who don't want to be rushed right so you have to take into account all those observations to it and add those into add that into the routine as well like all right and use that you know, uh use that towards your advantage right this guy i know they want to wait buys me five minutes ten minutes to get to them this guy needs to get him asap take his order ring it in bring him a box and the check and he's going to be cool with it and then that helps me out because i could you know have one less person to take care of so <clears throat> that's pretty much the psychology of a server and then back to my original what i was originally saying is that i actually got really stressed out um i didn't what i usually like to tell people is sometimes you know hey it's okay to be busy and sometimes you're gonna mess up but you just have to embrace the chaos right um you're gonna be in the weeds but it's only gonna be for max an hour maybe two right three but it's only going to feel like 20 minutes, right? When it's all said and done, because at that point, you're not looking at your phone. You're just in, you know, doing stuff all the time. And then afterwards, it's like a calm. It's almost as if nothing had ever happened, right? 
so everybody seems to leave at the same time and you're just dead and you walk out and then you know you made all your money now you could relax and it's almost like it never happened so but just i was so stressed out that i didn't think of that what i normally do when i'm busy right like all right i just have to get through this and after that it's going to be calm i just have to get through it i let i let myself get overwhelmed and i started really sometimes even taking it on the customer like not being rude but at the same time being um thinking to myself all right if this guy wants to you know uh, give me a hard time i'm not gonna ask him if he you know if everything was good i'm just giving him his food and walk away and you know all right stuff like that you know rather than doing the professional thing of you know bringing him their food asking if he's okay all right you know take care of somebody else i would say all right if this guy really is, says he you know he's getting bad service or you know i could you know tell that's what he's thinking then i'm really going to give him bad service right so um i started getting into that mindset and after you get into that mindset it's over right you're, you're just going to have a bad time things are just going to get worse for you so um that's one of the things that i found really important to do is just embrace the chaos like it's fine it's not you know i'm gonna mess up a whole lot but it's okay it'll all be over soon and uh, i just have to do you know get it together and just keep going you know a lot of the times that's how it is with everything when things get uh, out of our control whether it be at work or in life is that it's only going to be for a short time now you just have to get through it and have the uh the mentality to kind of think ahead of yourself because in reality humans are the only ones who are going to be conscious about something like that right and we have to use it towards our advantage like i imagine dogs and i don't know too much but they can only think of and certain animals they can only think of, uh, of the here and now right um maybe they can remember past experiences but they don't maybe they don't have any um I want to say uh, a acute you know consciousness of the of cause and effect like if i do this what would it have that and what would it mean for my future like i don't imagine them going through any of that but we do right so in anything that we do we have to think all right well how is this going to affect my future in some way and you know if i do this and that if i make a uh, if I let myself get out of control and say something rude to this person, I could possibly ruin a friendship or ruin some kind of relationship. Maybe I should take a step back and just, you know, you know, take it for a little bit. And then that way I don't have to be embarrassed for my actions when everything kind of calms down. So we were able to, to make those decisions and think ahead of time. And um, we should really use it towards our advantage and not make like brash decisions in the, in the heat of the moment especially when you're mad um so uh you know rather than uh snapping at an old man for being rude or for um you know interrupting me when i'm taking somebody's order instead of like you know like i said snapping at him maybe ignoring it and not letting it get to me um because afterwards, you know, I, you know, if I do that to somebody, you know, about, okay, six times out of ten, I would tend to feel bad, right? Like, especially if I, you know, a guy said something rude to me that was in a party of people. And then, you know, I snapped, and it has happened before. I snapped at him. Snapped, and I wasn't rude, but I was very firm. 
and you can see his whole face just drop right like he he was uh ashamed of himself for for being rude and and yelling and snapping his fingers at me after i put him in his place that his whole table just feel the you feel the awkwardness and the embarrassment from the table and after i walked away and they left and they tipped me pretty good um but i felt bad i was like man i shouldn't have done that you know maybe i should have been more professional but at the time i felt like that was the most professional thing i could do was you know kind of put him in his place and you know i don't know but you know even i can't stop sometimes the way i'm going to feel about certain things so um still i would have maybe felt better if i just didn't say anything if i said all right sounds good i'll go check up on your food or whatever and then just you know brought his food out and then bye see it later but i didn't i almost had to feel like i needed to to kind of um res- rescue my um what people would think about me right uh, if you thought I was a bad server, I'm like, hey, man, you know, listen, I'm not the cook, you know, I'm not going, you know, I'm not the one cooking your food. It's taking a little bit longer. All I could do is serve you, you know, and that's about all like, you know, that's pretty much what I said to the guy. Um, but, you know, I don't really don't know what I would have said in the situation, but I ended up feeling bad for putting him in his place. It was nothing mean, but, um, you know part of me doesn't feel good about doing that like putting people in their place like that's just not my personality um because i have uh uh feelings about the whole situation afterwards on my end right and uh, i like it when people get put in their place just not when i put them in their place right i want somebody else to do it that's just how i am right that way i don't have to carry all those feelings that come with it but i guess sometimes it's necessary and, um, but yeah, that's what, um, that's pretty much, I had a pretty stressful weekend. Um, and that's just a little bit about me, guys. Um, you know, I know you're probably thinking like, all right, what was the, what was the value of this podcast for me listening to it? And it, you know, like I've said before, it's a, it's so you guys can get out of your own life for a moment and maybe, you know, come listen to mine and, you know, just detach yourself from your um, your situation that you're going through right now and getting to, you know, mine, which is, you know, of course I brought you into a certain thing that was a little bit different. Like, I don't like to hear like, you know, um, about anybody else's anxieties. Like I really don't like, I don't like to get into the emotions of those things because I tend to, um, feel those like very profoundly. Like if somebody's telling me a really, uh, you know, a depressing story, like I'll get depressed. And I'll start feeling those feelings and they just suck. I hate being in that mood. But yeah, so I took you guys in that. But at the same time, you know, that's just so you can get another point of view. Um, and uh, sometimes it's nice to see other point of view and you feel very, maybe you feel grateful for the job that you have and not have to deal with the stuff that I do. But at least for me, it's where I want to be at right now. And it's nice because I could, you know, um, make money and then go home and I have to worry about um, anybody else like... Uh, um, I don't know these. I don't know these people anything. Um, they, I you know, I served them. They gave me their money, and that's it. You know, it's, that's the transaction. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> so, um, you know, at least it's for me now. And uh, yeah, rather than me, sometimes it's you know, 
sometimes I have a, a hard time with commitment, right? And the only commitment that I have right now that's uh, it's not a burden, actually, this is a good commitment, is just making daily record not daily recordings, but just uh, being consistent in my podcast and bringing out episodes. Um, but other than that, any other commitment, like, it kind of, you know, I don't really like it. Like, if I have to, imagine if I have to get paid to do this, and I'm like, somebody tells me, all right, you need to do, like, five episodes or four episodes a week and um, you know the pressure would be tremendous and uh, I don't think I would want that it would it would suck the fun out of it and after if I'm not having fun or anything it's just like I don't feel like doing it anymore I have to keep having fun I guess because I tend to be very negative about a lot of things so you know if uh, that's one of the things that um, it's thrown in right now is uh is is me having fun right and um and thankfully, right now at this moment, um, I'm financially set enough to be, you know, have, be able to buy a, a good microphone and, ha- you know, um, you know, have a space to record my stuff and be able to put it out there and, you know, continue buying if I want to buy a, a new microphone or uh, a sound booth or anything like that. I could, I could do it and put new stuff. So I'm, you know, I don't have to get any money for it. Um, but, um, I don't know. It just, uh, the thought of getting paid to podcast or even, um, or even on YouTube is uh, as good as it sounds. And I, uh, who wouldn't want that, but it, that's not the main drive for the podcast. It's, um, it's having fun and doing something that I said, uh, I would, I was going to do and that I wanted to do. Right. So even now I'm looking in, I have a couple, I already have like five podcast episodes. And um, every time I look at my page and um, I look at my analytics of, uh, of just, uh, you know, um, how many listeners I'm, I'm getting into my shows, I see all the listeners and I'm like, all right, that, that's great. But also looking at my page and seeing the podcasts that I've done. Um, that's like a, a milestone for me. I never thought I'd have that many, you know, audio recordings up online for people to to either enjoy or not enjoy and have criticisms about. Um, all the meanwhile, I can go to sleep and I have to worry about those things. Like it just, I briefly get a flash of it and I'm like, what if somebody doesn't like my show? Very rarely though, right? Do I think of that stuff? But I don't go to bed thinking about it. And I'm nervous about it. Like uh, sometimes I even forget I have a podcast until I think about it. I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't made a podcast, right? I'm over here listening to some, and I'm like, what about mine? But I encourage everybody, you know, if you tuned in this far into the episode, um, I still encourage, and you know, maybe you'll keep hearing it more as I do my shows, but I still encourage um, everybody to do something, you know, out of their comfort zone and and do something that or at least get your foot in the door about something that you thought you'd never do right whether it's um you know finally you know making that uh, decision to change jobs or start looking into maybe a different career change right um maybe that that'll do it for you that makes sometimes i've been happier for making a career change right and even if um for whatever reason you don't get paid more right um and not letting your your, your ego um get in the way and, and thinking that all right i used to make so much money 
sometimes even that'll do it for you right like seeing like all right um, i am making less money but i'm happier this way and there's sort of like a trade-off going on and that's fine but if you can obviously you know make more money and still be happier that's a plus but it might not happen you know right away sometimes it takes a couple steps right you you think of it like an escalator like you're going up but every once in a while you might trip and and stumble back a, key, uh, a couple steps but you keep going forward and um that's the way um i like to think about moving also into um a, a career change or, or a change in a lifestyle right or that's the kind of like thing like it might i might take a couple steps back and i take those into account so that i'm not surprised when something that happens where i'm like all right i made a decision i'm not making enough money I need to change it up again, right? And I'll get be scared of failure. Like we should, you know, we we live in America right now where we can mess up and keep messing up and keep messing up and keep messing up. And you always have an opportunity to fix it, right? We have, um, you know, freedom of speech to say whatever we like. Like I'm on, uh, uh, I'm doing a podcast and I'm putting it online. Nobody's taking my stuff down. I'm not getting sued for what I'm saying. I can say whatever I want to say. And I can make a podcast like this about nothing. And and still be, you know, successful with it, right? Um, and that's pretty much what I have going on here. I have a, a podcast with, with no entertaining content besides somebody <laughs> listening into... You know, through their mic, through their headphones, and just you know, either you know, doodling or on a on a notepad or taking a break in your car, and you're just kind of you know, I don't know, you're just looking outside, maybe eating your sandwich on your lunch break, you're just listening to me speak, and you know, that's you know, the the beauty of it is that we have freedom to do all these things and to be able to fix our mistakes. So. If you're going to to really want to improve your life, this is a perfect time to do it. Because, you know, we have opportunities to mess up and still do a great job and come out on the end uh, as a winner, right? And um, we have a, a great opportunity to use failures um, to get a win, right? As a stepping stone to doing something doing something great and i think that's amazing and um even for me like if i ever decide to change my content on my podcast yeah of course that's one of the main things that's going to suck is that sometimes viewers tune out because the main thing that causes you to tune out of a certain platform or a podcast or even a, a facebook page is if they start changing up their content but at the same time, I could do something different that I wanted to do. Like, this is just a stepping to do something else, right? And that's, you know, and I'll learn through the mistakes that I'm making now. Because obviously, I don't, you know, I have a, you know, a podcast, like I said before, that, like, what's sometimes you, you're thinking, like, what's, where's the content in it? And that's, and that's fine. You know, that's, someone's looking for, um, something else that I have to offer and it might be in and just like I said maybe it could be in the 
the point of having no content like me. And um, that's uh, you know that's fine. I, I embrace the the failures that come with doing new things and the and the insecurities, right? Because you know we're we're going to have insecurities and and and. In anything we do and if the person who says they don't have any insecurities I would say is lying because um, you know those come naturally like we're not robots we're, we're human beings and we're gonna have those insecurities but I tend to have a more positive view on those insecurities than than before when I used to have a negative thought about them and I didn't I wanted to do something that didn't have any insecurity didn't require me to have any insecurities and that job or that place just doesn't exist right so if i'm going to have those insecurities anyways i'm going to waste them on doing something that i want to do and something that's gonna uh that's gonna be you know great for my life and um this podcast is um is something that i wanted to do for a long time and i'm glad that i'm doing shows i'm glad that i have a um, a couple shows in, and I'm glad, I'm thankful for everybody that listens to it and shares it, and um, I'm going to continue making more, a lot of, a lot more of just me just talking, because if, like I said before, sometimes it's just relaxing to hear somebody else talk, right, and even sometimes when I'm listening to a scary um, story podcast, if the narrator gets off track from the story for a little bit, yeah, of course it sucks me away from the story, but it brings me to another one where they're talking and, you know, it brings me just into, you know, sometimes I can get sidetracked. I'm just like listening to the person talk and their story about how they see the world. And that provides a different, you know, form of entertainment for me as well. So I like it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and even for me, I have a, you know, because... I'm not going to be perfect. I don't. Sometimes I don't seek perfection in other, you know, per, in another person's uh, craft, like whether they be drawing or. And I can appreciate perfection, but at the same time, it's more natural if I see imperfections, right? And um, you need imperfections on the backdrop that way, as a as a meter of, for you to know what's perfect, right? Like we need to. You know, for you know, sometimes you need to mess up to show that you know you're actually good at at this. Sometimes, you know, or, or all the time, and you just you know have a little slip up. So you have like a kind of like a contrast, and that's good, right? For you know, that's one of the reasons why I keep making shows. One, they all might suck, right? And then one of them will be good, and then for that one that's good, you can kind of tell. I'm like, all right, look look at this potential over here, all right? And um, that's for anybody creating contact, even on YouTube. Keep the bad ones, right? Keep the bad shows. And, um, you know, embrace the mistakes that you've made to kind of show the improvement. Right? And that's what, um, you know, people focus on is all the improvement that you've made. And nobody tends to remember the mistakes besides you. Sometimes they're in the spotlight, right? We think there are mistakes that whenever we reach a certain thing, that it won't matter because everybody's going to remember all the mistakes that we've made, right? But that's not only the person, like, that's all in your mind. Like, we have a spotlight effect on those specific emotions, but people don't think about that stuff, right? They're going to think about 
wow, this person did a great job in doing this. You know, that's all they're gonna think about. So we shouldn't be afraid to do something we, we wanna do. And I'll leave you with that, guys. That's a, um, one of, I talk about, I feel like I talk about that in every single show, but you know, at the same time, that's something I really believe in and I really um, genuinely want people sometimes even to, to, you know, besides, you know, bettering your life in certain area, to make a podcast, you know, make a show, put some content out there, even if it's, you know, a Facebook post about or you're ranting about something. I want to see what my friends and what um, people that I know are capable of doing and putting out there. And so I can get a kind of a window to see how their life is like and how they see the world because everybody's, um, everybody has a worth. And um, everybody knows something that you don't and everybody has some value right to give and uh, it might take a couple times but you'll see you'll see it through some people you know so i encourage everybody to make a show make a podcast if you have any links to your podcast or any ones that anything you've done that's um that you're proud of join join me on the um the lofty introvert podcast facebook group and you could put anything you want there. You could put links to something, you know, and um, maybe you want other people to see it or maybe you just want to save space for people who are also entertainers to look at your stuff. You know, join the group and put a link on there. Um, and anybody, if anybody wants to reach me, that would be the place to do it to where I get to immediately see it is the Lofty Introvert uh, Facebook group. And um, you'll see the same, you know, background picture as you see in the podcast. That's how you know it's mine. I don't think anybody else has another name like that off the introvert. She should be the only one that comes up. And um, yeah, join it, guys. And that that's another way of supporting the podcast and showing it. I'll also put links to the shows there. Because um, right now, I only have it on my personal Facebook. But I'd like to not put post um you know anything in the podcast on there i'd like to put it on the on the group so if you guys want to support um you know send a request an invite to join the group um so that you can be part of it and that's the way that the best way if you want to reach me or even another way to reach me is to make a a, a profile on anchor that's one of the one of the ways that i like to recommend to my friends if you want to make a podcast is do it off anchor because they send you out, they send your, your podcast out to all these different um, platforms. Like um, they have uh, um, what Spotify, um, Spreaker, Google Podcast. They have uh, the iTunes podcast. Send it out to all those places so they can be listened to, right? And it's nice because you can reach a wider audience. And it just makes it more legit. So download that. And another way that, you, like I said, through the Anchor app, you could reach me by sending me a voice message through it. And, you know, if you, with your permission, I could actually even answer that if you have a question or, or a criticism. And I could add those voice, your own voice messages into the next podcast, right? Or if you don't want me to put it in the next podcast, I still get to listen to those things, right? If you want to say something about the podcast. So if you're listening through the Anchor app, Send a voice message to me and um, about anything that I have said in a show, and you know I can interact with you that way. And that's uh, also a nice way for me to to see that everybody's listening. And um, 
that's showing support and it doesn't necessarily have to mean financial at the moment like I said I'm, I'm, I'm doing good um, you know thank God but you know by joining these platforms and joining me in this um, podcast journey adding in, adding yourself onto the Facebook group and also um, through the anchor app will also be good ways to support the podcast that I would um, that I would enjoy having you guys on but thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. And uh, we'll see you next time.